Welcome to our weekly devotion. This week I was thinking about a specific verse, and that is that we are to forgive 70 times 7. And that came to mind because I was reading about Joseph and his brothers, and the brothers were fearful after Jacob died that Joseph would not forgive them, and once their father was gone, take opportunity for revenge. And so they approached him and came up with this story about their dad having requested this. And Joseph had the right answer. It shows what was in his heart. Because there's a very good chance any one of us would have held a, a grudge against those brothers and been very happy for a chance to get some of our own back. Even if it was a, on a little scale, someone might say, well, I don't want to make them suffer in prison the way I did. But I just want them to have to admit what they did and have to deal with it. And that's not what he does at all. What he says is he forgives them because he knows that this was in God's plan. They had one plan. God had a different plan. And Joseph perfectly gave himself into the hands of God so that he could even forgive people who weren't able to do that, his brothers, and who, who took matters in their own hands in a very sinful way. And really, from one perspective, at least for the first half of Joseph's life, destroyed his life. But Joseph knew that wasn't true. He didn't destroy his life. He's in the hands of God. And because of that, he was able to forgive. And so that, reading that in, in the scriptures, reminded me of Jesus saying to forgive 70 times seven. And so that number strikes people that many times. But what stood out to me about Joseph wasn't so much forgiving them many times, but what about forgiving for one huge thing? So it's not one huge thing done 70 times seven times you have to forgive. Just once, one huge thing done against you. Can you forgive? Can you say the other person had their intentions, but God intended it for good? So that led me to Matthew 18. And then I was struck once again as I go through Matthew 18. Look at how the chapter unfolds. Starting off with the disciples asking, who's the greatest? And then Jesus warns that, yeah, offenses are going to come. And then he gives the parable of the lost sheep. That God, like this shepherd, looks for the lost sheep. The son of man has come to save what is lost. And then he gets into dealing with a sinful brother or with a sinning brother. And that's where you might think of, well, this is Matthew 18, where you go to your brother and uh, then you take a witness and you go to the church. But from there, he goes to the parable of the unforgiving servant. And the idea that someone is forgiven, but can't forgive their brother of a smaller thing. So all of this is on my mind because of Joseph and his example to us of forgiving. And this was a huge thing to forgive, not not just 40 times or 70 times seven, I was thinking 490 uh, uh, events, but one huge event. And so my prayer is that Christians, we as Christians can emulate Joseph in that. And the way to do that is by the very way he explained, we remind ourselves of the Lord's plan and things. We don't allow ourselves to get caught up at what is called the horizontal, just the human emotions, the human relationships between each other, we're able to look to the vertical and remember, oh, yes, God, whatever else is going on, however hurtful it is, and certainly Joseph went through hurts that most of us won't ever experience, but however hurtful it is, 
the Lord is the one in charge of these things. And that also leads me to one more topic, the backsliding brother. Uh, I often, as a pastor, get asked by Christians who say, look, I've fallen back into the same sin, and I continue to struggle with it. Well, just as the Lord asks us to forgive 40 or 70 times 7, uh, we too are forgiven by God 70 times 7. In other words, the brother falls in. Jesus is reminding us, yes, people do fall into the same thing. You have to keep forgiving them. God also forgives us. Now, we don't want to get stuck there. That When, when someone comes and says, look, I'm, I'm struggling with the same thing over and over, they're recognizing I don't want to be stuck here. And so the prayer is, uh, Lord God, free me from the chains of this sin. But that it takes a struggle, which takes time, shouldn't surprise us. And we should rest in comfort in we, when we profess the name of Christ, we profess that we look to Christ for our forgiveness, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. We rest in that truth. And then we look to God for deliverance from our sin. So a few thoughts that came to mind as I was going through uh, the story of Joseph this year and his brothers and what we're taught about forgiveness as, as believers.